Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Day before Friday, y'all. And there's a super moon outside. You see it? See it, Casey? It, it, Go outside? It's lighting up the whole parking lot. That's true. It's very bright. I went out last night because, you know, it's all you see yesterday is the super moon. Yeah. The blue super moon. I don't know why it was called blue. To me, it looked a little more orange yesterday. It has nothing to do with the color. The, a blue moon is just the second full moon of the month. Oh, once in a blue moon. That's it. Cute. So sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. It has nothing to do with the color. Learn something new every day. Uh, And super moon means it just happens uh, whenever the moon is full and it's at its nearest point to the earth, like in its orbit. So just appears a little bit larger than normal. It's big and it's bright. Yes. And that was the one thing I noticed most about it. It's so bright. You look at it and you're like, normally I can see some like texture in the moon. I can't see that. It's very bright. Anyways, now that we've got that out of the way, 37 years from now, we'll be able to see it again. You know, you know, that's what happens every time. People are like, <laughs> yeah. this is not going to happen again until 2074. But I feel like it will. Like, I feel like we're going to be talking about this again next year. There'll be another one. It'll be like the blood red super harvest moon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go outside and check out the moon. Uh Anyways, it is a Friday light, which means Friday's tomorrow. We will celebrate today. Uh, you could win a pair of tickets to see Mizzou take on Memphis at the Dome on September 23rd, part of the Mizzou in the Lou series in St. Louis with the Big Three. We will do that at 8 o'clock this morning. Thanks for hanging out. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Gabby Barrett's dropping something, and it's not a song. A deuce? Can you say that? I don't know. <laughs> it's another baby. <laughs> Gabby Barrett, the American Idol alum who's best known for her biggest hit. Is pregnant with her third child with her husband, Cade Foner. Yeah, it Three. feels... Three. I feel like it's this would be number two, but I guess we missed one somewhere. No. If this feels like deja vu to you, it does to me too. Because I started working at WIL the year that Gabby Barrett got huge in 2020. That was the year she got married. Mm -hmm. In 2021, they had their first baby, Bela. In 2022, they had their second baby, Augustine, but pronounced Augustine. I don't know why. Is it really pronounced Augustine? Yeah. Okay. And now it's baby number three. And they're not wasting any time. I do remember all the way back when they got married, they said, quote, that they planned on having a boatload of babies. And that's always really stuck with me because you just don't hear people say that very much these days. Mm -hmm. And I know Gabby Barrett's like one of eight kids in her family. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, three years in, three babies in, they're off to a great start. (laughs) Yeah. And Gabby Barrett's only 23. So they've got so much time. Yeah. And a touring artist that's like really never paused. Yeah, she, I mean, she took babies on the road, right? So I can't imagine bringing six or seven or eight. I mean, now you're, now you're going to have to consult with Walker Hayes at that point. I was going to say, some people do it, Walker (laughs) Hayes. I think Thomas Rhett just basically leaves his at home, but it can be done. And um, she's getting it done. Obviously, this is still 
only the first few years into her career, too. So she's got a lot of time to make things happen on the family front and the career front, which is really exciting. So congrats to them. Just blew my mind when I saw the headline, baby number three. I was also like, Remy, like, wait a second. I thought we were on number two. (laughs) Remy and Casey. If you've got kids that need to know what your homework policy is at home, 314-699-4766. Do you have like a rule where they have to be done by a certain time every night? Um, now that Leo is in first grade, he's got homework now. It's not, it's not a ton. Right. Emerson's in third grade now. And apparently she's in college courses because she spent two hours on homework last night. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, this is... This is third grade. It's third grade. This is also something you hear parents say a lot. Like, I, I remember hearing this same thing a lot growing up. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it's not just the child's homework. Right. It's also part of Lauren and I's night as now well. Now it's your routine, yeah. And so we're learning about red wolves last night and the life cycle of a red wolf and trying to figure out what the, like, what the teacher is asking or what the, the worksheet is asking and trying to figure out you know, without going to the internet and just looking up the answers there. Hang on. <laughs> it's really no hate to the Red Wolf. But what the heck are we doing? If we had spent maybe that extra hour on math every day, I could do 20 times 20 on the air. <laughs> you can't do 20 times 20 on the air? Well, last week I said it was 4,000. <laughs> so. Close. Anyway, go on, go on with the homework. Yeah, I mean, I think it's basically to illustrate the life cycle of all mammals because it's virtually the same across the board, right? So she's going through this and we're trying to explain it to her and it's just, it's it's so much. And I go back to all these studies that were done that say say that homework isn't, isn't really beneficial for kids at all because it just takes away from... Like they do that the all day. Time, yeah, they do it all day. And we had a teacher last year who was like, "If your child is spending more than ten minutes on homework, let me know." Yeah, that was perfect. Love that. That was fantastic. And Emerson did great last year, and she loved it, and she loved school and everything. And now I think she's getting a little frustrated. Totally. I think there's definitely a benefit for homework when it comes to like independent study and learning how to solve things without your teachers or yeah. your classmates next to you. However. It is so dumb that they're going to sit in school for seven hours a day and then go home and do the same thing at the kitchen table. Did your parents have any hard and fast rules on homework for you? It was just that, yeah, there was always a a deadline. It would be like when mom came home or before practice. Gotcha. Like before dance, before cheer, whatever it was that day. Okay. Might have to implement that. Yeah. (laughs) That way it always got done by at least five o'clock, even if I procrastinated. It'd be done before dinner. We're doing math facts at dinner. We're Mm -hmm. like quizzing her on stuff at dinner. Like it's seeping into all of the facets of our after school activities. So uh, there's this 10 minute rule from the National Parent Teacher Association that's supposed to increase by 10 minutes every single year. So by the time you're in your senior year of high school, you should be doing two hours of homework. That's... Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, I am not with that at all. What is your... What are your homework rules? What are your kids doing with the homework? How do you deal with so much homework? Back to school, we're all getting used to homework again, and I'm having flashbacks of 2020 when we're teaching our child the entire thing and going through every single activity together. Uh, Man, I I appreciated teachers so much after that year because- I remember you complaining about the gym class part of it a lot. Gym class over, over Zoom and just all the different activities. And when you have a kindergartner that isn't necessarily necessarily like adept at using 
a laptop. Right. You know what I mean? That's where all the work is. Uh, it's just a lot. So um, I was asking for like, what are, your, what are your rules on homework for your kids? Angie said ours is 20 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of math. I think that's pretty standard across the board. Got to do 20 minutes of reading a day. Sure. And then we will shell out some, you know, math problems to Emerson throughout the night. Uh, from the 314, we lucked out this year. My child's fourth grade teacher only sends one thing home a night and it's easy. From the 618 teacher here, I don't want to... I don't want to give homework, but there are a ton of state required milestones students need to reach. We don't have a ton of freedom there. I also understand that. And I know that especially if you're going to a public school, there's not a whole lot of freedom with what right. you're teaching and, and how how the kids have to learn the way to do math these right. days yeah. and all the things. So uh, let us know on the text line, what, you, what are your rules around homework for your kids? 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Driven to right. Well hit. Tatis back. It is gone. It is gone. The Cardinals have won it. Tommy Edmond does it again. Back-to-back walk-off hits for Tommy. How about that? Having a week. Our boy, Tommy Edmond. Love him. Cardinals win 5-4 to four against the Padres and also win the series. They've got a day off today and we'll invite the Pirates to town for Labor Day weekend. That starts tomorrow night. First pitch at 7-15. City SC also won last night 2-1 to one against Dallas at City Park. They head to KC on Saturday. Kickoff at 7-30. And uh, Los Angeles Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford is out there saying he's, he's basically <laughs> venting to his wife on a nightly basis that it's so hard to be a leader on the team as a quarterback. You're kind of the leader. You set the tone okay? because all of his players are on their phones all the time. Oh. <laughs> According to Matt's wife, Kelly on a recent episode of her podcast, cause everybody has a podcast in the old days, you'd come out of practice, you'd shower, people be playing cars, interacting, talking. Uh, but now they get out of practice and meetings during training camp straight to their phones. No one looks up from their phones. Yeah, for sure. Younger generation out there, just, you know, all of us, honestly. Yeah. Look around when you're waiting anywhere, everybody is in their phone. Yeah. I mean, I can totally believe this. And it's just kind of part of the culture now. Rams coach Sean McVay was asked about Kelly's comments, and he said they were, quote, the least of my concerns. He added that uh, he took it as more of a joke and said that this guy's done a phenomenal job of leading, connecting with his teammates. I think one of those, uh, it's one of those deals where it's become a fun narrative in a dead period. So there's not a whole lot going on in the NFL right now. So right. it's like, so that's what we've got to talk we're, about. We're if that's about what it is, yeah. if that's what it is, then you got to make the uh, the post-practice more fun or exciting than whatever's happening on that phone. Post-practice, I want to walk out and see, what's his name? Stafford? Mm-hmm. In a monkey suit or like turning up the music really loud or bringing the cards himself. That's what you want in a leader, a guy in a monkey suit. Well, someone to, <laughs> you know. I think they should do what Garth Brooks does and have everybody everybody put their phones in a little uh, in a little case. Well, I don't know about that. That <laughs> tends to make people upset. Get off TikTok. Focus up. Let's go. I just think it's funny that even, even in the professional world of sports that... They're still having to deal with this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's the issue with the cards. Always on their phones. Maybe we should get in there. But we should get in there. Put it down!
going. Give me your, give me your phone. We're playing spades. Compensation. Yeah. Until you win. <laughs> Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on 92.3 WIL. The strikes continue. And Remy, you actually sent me this yesterday. The late night hosts are obviously not filming any new late night episodes. So five of them from different shows and stations or um, networks, channels, networks, thank you, have teamed up to stand in solidarity together during all of these writers' strikes. So it's Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver. They started a podcast. I'm pretty sure was really just to give themselves something to do during the strike because they're essentially unemployed. Exactly. <laughs> but also, you know, give fans something to chew on entertainment-wise since they're not, like, filming any new episodes. The podcast is called Strike Force 5. I took it upon myself to listen to it this morning. The first episode. There's only one episode. And I do have to say, I am wildly disappointed in these five men without their teams and producers. It is literally just five white men who hit record on a Zoom call and are accidentally recording through the microphone on their laptop. Oh, no. With microphones sitting in front of them that just aren't... You just know something's not... A setting is wrong. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of funny to see them in their, like, purest form of just guys who are like, hey, man, let's, like, team up, show that we're standing together. Yeah. Yeah. And... When you don't have audio engineers and all the people that take care of, like, batteries and microphones and things like that. Exactly. Because they just show up. I mean, I'm sure they help writers or at least choose what they're going to talk about to some extent. But yeah. for the most part, Jimmy Fallon shows up, he stands there and reads off a prompter, and then and he goes that. home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's personality in there, obviously. Yeah. So... It is just, it's kind of funny. It sounds a little bit like this. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I'm Stephen Colbert. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I thought when you said Jimmy, you meant me, Jimmy, but you meant Jimmy, Jimmy. I always mean you. It's just these five guys who all think they're the funniest in the room just talking over each other. I think the most jarring thing about this when I saw it was in broadcast or in entertainment, there's always that competition factor, right? And these guys are all in competition with each other for the most part. Essentially, yeah. Aside from the guys that are on the same network. Yeah. But it was cool to see them all come together. You yeah. know what I mean? Because something I hadn't thought about before is um, they said the last time that there was a writer's strike, things kind of went awry amongst the late night talk show hosts because it's easy for people in the industry to be like, hey, Kimmel, Fallon says that they're doing this over at his network. What mm -hmm. do you think? Hey, Seth Myers, blah, 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 blah. And it, and it can make them think that they are in deeper competition with each yeah, other. So yeah. I think going into these writer strikes, they had a better idea of if we stand together, we can get more things done on our own terms. I think Conan was actually paying out of his own pocket for writers so they could have an actual yes. show. Yes. That's not happening right now <laughs> for no. anybody. So, yes. I mean, I suppose not everybody can be audio nerd, radio host professionals like Remy and I, but <laughs> I, I do appreciate them trying. And um, it, they really spent the entire hour-long podcast like cracking jokes, telling stories. So if you're into that kind of thing, it's definitely maybe worth a listen, but probably more worth a listen to the next episode yeah. when they get their audio things figured out. <laughs> Real news is lame.
This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I feel like having a unique first name is kind of a blessing and a curse in a way. It's fun and interesting and I guess a good conversation starter, but then at the same time you're like... Well, my name is the banana, so... Yeah, and you know what? I think there were too many... At one point, there were too many Julies in the 70s and too many Jennifers in the 80s and too many Taylors in the 90s. And now everybody has this, like, you want to name your kid something that, like, yeah. for sure no one else in their class is going to have. Yeah, so you go to the, you go to the, you know... Serenity un- is... Uncommon names categories on the internet. Yes. Which everybody else is doing, and then all of a sudden... And, you know, Oliver's coming back and Leo's are back and yeah. all that. But uh, someone went through the the Social Security Administration's official list of baby names and found the weirdest ones. So we all know the popular ones, right? What are the weird ones? And they all have to be registered on this website. So they're out there. Like, um, like Elon Musk's kid when it was like... A-X-1-E, and they said, we call him Ash. These are actual words. (laughs) These are actual names. They're not like, you know, codes or stuff like that. Elon's, that's a totally different ballgame. The weirdest girls' names include Minnow, like a fish, a little fish. Banksy, like the uh, graffiti artist. Yeah. Delight, Katniss, Mm. still a thing. Hate that. When was the last time? When was the last Hunger Games? Was it like like sixteen or seventeen? Yeah. yeah, way too long ago. Pearly. Is Katniss the name of like a plant? Keep going. Menorah, Canary, Bethlehem. Oh my gosh. Chai, like ah. the tea. <laughs> Finally, Cinderella. Update. It Someone, is a plant, but I don't think that makes it any better. Someone named Cinderella. Child Cinderella. Oh no. Cinderella. Even Cinderella's Cinderella. name wasn't Cinderella. Come on. <laughs> you should know this. The boys' list is equally as odd. Barley. Oh, that's <laughs> disgust. Barley Smith, come on over. Uh, someone named their their boy Dragon. So, and then we get into the states. Texas. Always a state. I, uh, Tex. They didn't call him Tex. Texas I don't know. Luke I think Holmes, it's, kid. It's not crazy, right? Right. Uh, Utah. That's crazy. That's a That's weird one. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Daytona. Fender. Like the guitar. Fender. <laughs> or, or I guess a part of your car. Uh, Cotton. Rooster. Chaos. Ruckus. Crash. Forbes. Crash. Lancelot. Enough. <laughs> His is Lance. Short for Lancelot. Lancelot. Sir Lancelot. On the side, I joust on horses. (laughs) I was born in 2024. Look, I apologize if your name is Dragon. I don't. And we're making fun of your name right now. What is going on? But yeah, parents were on something for sure. I just, I think we can get creative without getting ridiculous. Do you have a weird name? 314-699-4766. I want to know. I want to know if you have a unique name, let us know. Remy and Casey. Casey, it's Therapy Thursday. We got a text message and they are reaching out for some help. Therapy Thursday. I'll never get over that. Some of you actually ask us questions for therapy, but <laughs> we'll keep giving it to you. 
From the 314, hey guys, currently on the dating scene right now. Love it. I'm 29, I have a great job, and now I'm looking to settle down with the man of my dreams. Love it. But they are all terrible, in all caps. I was on a date last weekend, he seemed normal, but I ended the date within 40 minutes. Yeah. Let me say, on paper, has a dog, a great job, tall, went to Mizzou, but I left early because he would lick his lips after every bite of food. But it wasn't like a, this is tasty lick. It was like suggestive and I got uncomfortable. Yeah. I acted like I got an emergency text from my mother and left. Have you ever left a date within an hour? This is literally the third time. Sometimes it do, it's something that hits you real. It's really small, but you're like, I'm never going to forget that. I just think guys are so like... Especially when you're on the dating scene and you've been doing it for a while, you don't understand that a girl does not find the same things that a guy would find attractive in a girl, if that makes sense. I don't know. If you're sitting across from a girl and she's like licking her lips, like, suggestively, I don't know that that for a guy, that might be a turn on. For a girl, that's super creepy. For a girl, you need to talk about how you love vacuuming carpets and like baking and things like that. (laughs) And helping charity organization. Okay, you don't have to be a Hallmark movie character by any means. Possibly a prince from a different country. Oh. (laughs) Not licking your lips. This is... Dang. Yeah, I don't know. Slurping spaghetti. Just like... Where are you finding these guys? That's my first question. Yeah. Are we finding them on the apps? She didn't say. Is this... um, I would imagine it's probably an app if she said, like, let me say on paper... He's got a dog, a great job, like it, you know, all the all the things, right? That a dating app would give you. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been on a dating app before, so. Me either, but I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't want to tell you to like hit the bars because I know you're 29 and probably <laughs> over it by 10 o'clock on some nights. But yeah, I feel like friend of a friend is probably the the way to go here. Friend of the friend is a way to go. I also find that a lot of relationships that I know have started between like colleagues or not necessarily close coworkers, but like you meet yeah. someone through your job who does something similar. Yeah. 314-699-4766. Do you have any advice for this person? I don't have her name, but. But uh, girl, you do have to tell this guy to stop licking his lips. Otherwise <laughs> you're just setting up the next girl for failure too. <laughs> yes. It is therapy Thursday. Got a text message from someone that said they're on the dating scene, 29 years old, went on a date with a guy and whatever they were eating, he would lick his lips after every Every single bite, but it didn't seem like it was like he was enjoying his meal. It was that he was being a little suggestive. And so she ended the date early on a fake text. Love that. Family emergency. Gotta leave. So, but like you said, I think she should have said, stop licking your lips on the way out. Yeah, I think she should have <laughs> said, hey, I, or at least a follow up text like, hey, thanks so much for dinner. Um, I have some notes. <laughs> For next time, yeah. Uh, We did get a couple responses from the 314. Why are guys so creepy? You don't need to try that hard on the first couple dates. Just want to get to know you. Keep your tongue in your mouth for at least the first month or so. Keep your tongue in your mouth. From the 573, maybe he just really enjoys the food. Ah. Or maybe maybe he was self-conscious about having something on his mouth or his lips. I can agree with that. I still don't like it. Said probably uh, use your napkin. Person said probably just missed out on a good one.
You know, you know. But I, I mean, if you could look at a guy and he's licking his lips after every single bite and be like, you know what, this is the future husband of whatever. Then it's all you, girl. <laughs> but not for this one. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine him at the wedding at the head table, just like Ooh. after every single bite of cake, just licking those lips? Uh, if you have any thoughts or any advice for this person, please let us know on the text line three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. Remy and Casey. All right, time for the big three. Christina in St. Peter's playing alongside Casey this morning. You want to go ahead and spin the wheel of a game? Spin it! It's the best spin we've had all week. Fun game ahead. Today's game is called Piano Pieces. I'll play you a song, a piano version of a country song. Then you tell me what the name of the song is. Piano version of a country song. Yes. Okay, I can do that. Okay. You can go to Christina for one of these. If you are stumped, this could be very easy or very hard. I don't get stumped. (laughs) All right, here we go. Piano version number one. That's all you get. Do it again. Is this a song that like we would have played within the last few years? Yeah. Something telling me it's Lee Bryce. Man, I don't know. Memory I don't mess with. I don't know. Okay. Final answer? I got no idea. Final answer? Yep. Okay. Number two. Sounds so Bridgerton this way. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> what? Christina? I literally have no idea. I need more. Telling you, you're you're gonna you're gonna kick yourself when you when you hear the actual song. Bling, 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 bling. Go to the last one, please. The first, like the number one. N- no, number three. Okay. Do, 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 do. That sounds like the 1975. Come again. Bling, 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 bling. Ding. <laughs> Is it kick the dust up? <laughs> Final answer, kick the dust up? Uh, I don't know! Did you want to go back to number two? Yes. Okay, you don't have a guess for number two yet. Okay. Go- I just don't know. Really? I really have no idea. It, it seems so obvious to me because I know what it is. But. You know what it is, but to <laughs> me, it all sa- it sounds like when people take a country song and try and make it there, like when they walk down yeah. the aisle. Yeah, that's what one of these is, actually. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you have a guess for number two? No. Okay. No, I'm sorry, I don't. All right. Well, a little bit harder than we anticipated today, Christina. How many do you think Casey got right out of three? I want to support my girl, but I'm going to have to go with zero. Ah! Stay in it. Yeah. 
Cruises, Mizzou tickets. Let's go through them. Uh, this is number one. Beautiful. Crazy. Uh, Beautiful. Crazy. She can't help but. Number two. Stumped you on country music. That's hard to do. That was really tough. <laughs> Good news is Christina still gets to go to the game. I feel like if I would have given you like two or three more seconds, it just would have been blatantly obvious. That's why I made it a little bit more difficult. Wow, so. I hated it. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Brian Kelly, formerly of Florida Georgia Line, is talking about the struggles of going from a duo career to a solo career. You know, we've seen Tyler Hubbard a lot, a few times since the FGL hiatus happened. I don't think he's having any issues going solo. Yeah. I think he's good. It seems, it doesn't seem like he is. But Brian Kelly, we've heard a little bit less from. He did release that album back in 2021 called Sunshine State of Mind, which I notoriously claim to be <laughs> trash and I'm really sorry to be K. <laughs> But I mean, you you remember. Yeah, they call me Beach Cowboy. Cruiser, fat tire, Kaye, it's your boy BK. Going um, John Wayne on these waves. Our Beach Cowboy is Kenny Chesney. Fact. So. Period. <laughs> Again, no hate to BK. Really do love you. Um, but he recently did an interview, I guess, like just getting into how different it is to be on stage with two people versus to now be on stage all by yourself. Yeah. They are all reliant on your vocals, you hitting the mark every single time, your energy when you run out onto stage. Because remember back in the day when Florida Georgia Line would perform, they would come out sprinting, fire, smoke, yeah. fireworks. It was a huge ordeal. Whereas when we saw Tyler Hubbard perform solo both times, well, Jingle Fest and then earlier this summer, mm -hmm. The energy is just different. It's harder because it's one person. Yeah. And I think BK is kind of feeling that, not just from a performance aspect, from also just like actually making the music too. Just pushing. Just really trying to squeeze as much out of life as I can and out of, out of myself as I can. Man, I'm just, I'm, I'm driven. I'm competitive. I'm super serious now. It's like I've got to stand on my own two feet. I feel like I'm kind of singing. Like my career depends on it a little bit, you know? Because it does. Maybe he should spend less time trying to juice himself. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> well, I will say this. Like, Tyler had the majority of the lead vocals in Florida Georgia Line. So it's yes. a little bit easier. It was a harmonious uh, duo yeah. ship. And, and I feel like when at Jingle Fest, it just felt like we were listening to Florida Georgia Line on stage because he did have it was the Tyler's majority voice. of the vocals. Whereas now I feel like a lot of people are being introduced to Brian Kelly's yeah. vocals for the first time. And, you know, I think Brian Kelly also brought a lot of that, like, 
beachy hip hopness to FGL. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Tyler maybe brought more of a pop twang to it. Mm -hmm. So now, now we're just seeing like, you know, the two puzzle pieces separately. Love them both. Would love to see success from both, but It'd most importantly, okay. would love to see them <clears throat> together. I'll wait and be patient, though. It's your boy, BK. <laughs> Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg 1700 new and used vehicles at Offenberg.com. Now for the rest of the day, Remy's going to be singing this. <laughs> yeah. It's your boy, BK. Remy and Casey. How do you feel about pajamas in public? 314-699-4766 kind of brought this to my attention on Sunday when we had a, we had a pretty lazy Sunday and the kids are in like pajamas all day just one of those days where we just never really moved out of the house, out of the house yeah. yeah but like they'll go over to the neighbor's house and jump on the trampoline and they'll like be riding their bikes down the street and I have this weird feeling like this in my my core which is are people judging us for our children still legitimately in their pajamas I at don't, four o'clock in the afternoon? I don't think so because your kids, it's a first grader and a third grader. So in my mind, they get a free pass until a certain age. You know, like their yeah. kids, it's whatever. Adults have a very slim pajama margin in my brain. Mm -hmm. So I have another situation here, another scenario. You're at a hotel with continental breakfast. Okay. Do you get dressed in regular clothes to go have that breakfast or are you going down in your pajamas? I don't think I care. Okay. Like I think I it would be either way fine as it's fine for me yeah. either way. Yeah. No one knows me there. Just always feel like it's easier for dudes in this situation for the most part because I, I'm wearing, you know, shorts and a t-shirt to bed. Let's talk flannel pants. Flannel pants, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different story. Mm -hmm. You're like blatantly going or, or like. Right, because uh, it could just be sweats and that looks normal sometimes. Yeah. But it could be flannel pants. Yeah, or girls sometimes wear super short shorts mm -hmm. to bed. And then we'll venture down to get their their Captain Crunch and their and does that make you feel weird? Yeah, I okay. think so. It's the same. It's the same kind of thing when you see it at like a grocery store and there's someone shopping in their pajamas. If I see a pair of flannel pants at a grocery store, the only way I'm letting it like pass in my mind is if it's actually blizzarding outside. Like we yeah. are there to get bread, milk, eggs, and we gotta go home for whatever reason. If that's the case, if it's snowing, I don't care what you've got on. It can uh, be pajamas, but any other climate, I'm probably judging okay. you. I just always feel like when I grew up, my mom would be up at like five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. She'd be dressed, showered, ready to go for the day. So that's kind of the mentality that I've brought into my adulthood where yes. like even on a Saturday, jeans up at seven, getting a shower in, jeans on, you know? or whatever kind of clothes I'm wearing for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Does it bug you when you see people out in public in pajamas? 314-699-4766. More specifically, the Continental Breakfast Line. How about this? On a plane. Oh, okay. Um. Right. That's how I feel. It's, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> how do you feel about that? Um... We did get some text messages from the 618. Uh, PJs in public. The ladies are loving the season, which is coming up. Gray sweatpants season. Does Casey agree? I don't consider sweatpants pajamas because I partake four to five days of the week. 
So yeah, I love sweatpants <laughs> season, especially gray sweatpants season. That's that's true. I uh, I I'll wear. See, the thing is, I get so hot around the house, so I don't wear sweatpants very no, much. No, you I'm wear jeans, shorts. which is weirder. No, I I do wear. I do change out change out of jeans just before At bed. bedtime. <laughs> God, that's so weird. I love that that's part of my personality on, on this uh, on this radio program. It's not in this program. It's part of your life. <laughs> From the 314, I get dressed but have witnessed a lot of people in pajamas. I actually saw people with Christmas pajamas on in June. Hmm, hate that. Yeah. Or like the like it's a I, little much. I, I just imagine being at Walmart and seeing someone with like Grinch that stole Christmas pants on or something like that. You know what I mean? And I always try to tell myself in my head, like, okay, maybe this person is in some sort of scenario, they were in a rush to get out of the house. They're yeah, like, there's yeah. a reason for this, but I always just find myself, okay. <laughs> What's your honest opinion, Casey? What do you think about Taco Bell teaming up with Mountain Dew to create Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato? How do you feel about that? It's like- Gelato like ice cream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the more sugary Italian mm. ice cream. Wait, gelato's worse for you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I've been all these years thinking it was better. <laughs> well, it has a lot more sugar. You would know that from the uh, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Mm, okay. Yes. Well, I think that's a weird choice of them. Gelato, I don't know why they went with that. To give you more like a, like a sherbet, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Sorbet. Mm. You know, like that. The, and it's like that bright lime green color. Yes. Okay. Uh, two ninety nine for a three point six ounce to go container. The trial run will last two weeks. If it's successful, which I don't know why it wouldn't be, they'll they'll put it on the menu in all locations. But you have to get it at Taco Bell. It's not like you can get it at the Schnucks in a no. because no. that's where I don't see fit. I don't. I can't imagine the Taco Bell people really getting the grip of an ice creaming machine. <laughs> that's the thing. Like yeah. we already know how that goes at McDonald's <laughs> and they've got blizzards on the menu. I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that, but I will try it. It looks good. It looks, I would try it. It's very creamy. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Ben Smith, nominated by Kimberly Smith. Ben is an EMT for MedStar and a volunteer firefighter in Sparta. He is dedicated to serving his community and helping out wherever he can. Kim sent a request song for Ben. She sent John Party. Dirt on my boots is on 92.3 WIL. This morning was a roller coaster of emotions. We talked about, well, there's a woman that sent us a text that said that she ended a date 40 minutes into the date because the guy wouldn't stop licking his lips after every bite <laughs> in like a suggestive way. And the text line got so mad. Yeah. They said, you know, why don't you cut the guy some slack? Yeah. Maybe his lips were sunburned. <laughs> Maybe. It's it's possible. Uh, it's possible that he may just have, he may have been nervous. He didn't want anything on his face. I think oh, I'm trusting that this girl got some weird vibes. Yeah, it's that's possible as well. Uh, we also spent a little bit of time trying to secure Taylor Swift eras to her uh, cinema passes for <laughs> Casey. I don't know if you heard, but it's coming out as a movie and me and Remy had multiple screens pulled up. Yeah. Uh, sweating. Successful. So congratulations. Thank you. We sat in the queue. We, um, I'm telling you what, mm. it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. But and, we secured them. And I'm almost positive that of this October 13th showing at AMC theaters, it's pretty much gone at this point. So. I, I mean, 
It's we got to be there at 9:30 and the show is 3 hours long. We're not getting home till like 2 a.m. It's a Friday, you're good. It's and it's fine, Taylor, so you're even better. Uh if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 923 WIL.